Hi, my name is Leo WT, and you have found your way to the Conversations Podcast. Conversations exist to create spiritually-minded conversations about life. We desire to create safe space for dialogue and community. We desire to come together regularly and intentionally to generate conversations about life, belief, and the intersection of the two. Everyone is welcome at the conversation. Friends, hi, 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 how are you? Can you let me know if you can hear me? I know that I look messed up, and this is like the sixth time I've tried to start this video, so we're not going to mess with it. We're just going to let this video be weird looking. But I was kind of had something important I wanted to talk about, so let me know if you can hear me. Let me know if you're on. Say, hey, hello, what's up, how are you? <laughs> uh, if you're new here, my name is Leo WT. I do a project called Conversations Official, which is uh, dedicated to having spiritually minded conversations about life, belief, and the intersection of the two. And the main tenet of conversations is that it's, in fact, intersectional. So um, let me know if you can hear me, friends that are watching. I think there's six of you now, which is like, wow, exciting. Um, but I wanted to chat with you today. <laughs> Oh yeah, yes, exactly. We're exactly Zenti. We're gonna be talking about this. Um, we're gonna be talking about my little bout with Ben Shapiro. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm kind of the anti-hero to Ben Shapiro. It would appear. <laughs> ben Shapiro is a political pundit who tends to be extremely conservative, and I'm not gonna say much more about that. But tends to be extremely conservative. Uh, he also happens to be Orthodox Jewish, I believe. So hey, Jess, how are you? Um, we are going to just have a little react sesh here to Mr. Ben Shapiro and myself. Now, I couldn't get my camera to work. Um, my, my world just didn't like me today. But what I'm going to do is we are going to watch the video uh, as I screen capped it. So we don't have to give Mr. Shapiro any more views because we wouldn't want to do that, right? So we're going to go through this video on a play-by-play -play basis here, friends. Man. The, the people who believe that they are just the most morally virtuous among us tend to also be the most obnoxious among us. If you espouse to the idea that Jesus was born of a virgin birth, then Jesus could not have had male chromosomes. Therefore, Jesus had only female chromosomes and presented as masculine. So Jesus was non-binary. And in terms of male and female, and the Hebrew, the word that was used for and describes a spectrum male and female and everything in between. I am not an expert on Christian theology, but my understanding is that the idea is that Jesus was both fully human and also fully God. Is this correct? Christians, anywhere around here? Yup. Yes, this is correct. Okay. If that is indeed the case, then Jesus would have had to have the full chromosomal slate in order to be fully human. This means that if Jesus was male, he was male. That's a man. Now, let's talk about the, the bizarre invocation of Hebrew here. There is no word for and in Hebrew. There's a prefix in Hebrew for and. It's the letter vav. And in Hebrew means the same thing that and in English does. It means this thing and that thing. It does not mean a full spectrum. That is incredibly silly. That, that is bad Hebrew grammar. I'm out of here. I've got Hebrew school. So the people who watch TikTok are very young people. This is sort of bleeding edge crazy. But here's what we've learned over the past couple of decades. Bleeding edge crazy eventually becomes mainstream crazy. So if you want to see what's coming down the pike in terms of our society, all you have to do is watch a little bit of TikTok. And all right. So that's enough for Mr. Shapiro here. Uh, but for those of you who watched, now you don't have to give him a view. Or for those of you who haven't watched, now you don't have to give him a view. So I 
want to just touch on the literal only three things he had to say. So first of all, Shapiro stated he's not an expert in Christian theology. Fancy. I happen to be working towards that status. I'm actually a student of Christian theology, so I'd like to share something about Jesus being fully God and fully human. That's actually something that did not happen right away. Jesus was Jewish, he was fully Jewish, and he came about in a Jewish context. So Jewish um, contextuality did not, people did not originally necessarily believe that Jesus was divine. Jesus did not become Christ until later on. People will argue if he was at the beginning or whatever, but the thing is that the theology of Jesus as Christ, or the Christology, if you will, which is the actual study of this topic, the Christology did not happen right away. It was in fact something that happened later. So Jesus being fully God and fully human, up for debate. If you want to read some more about it, um, it really wasn't until the letters of Paul in the 50s and 60s of the first century that Jesus became Christ. And as a matter of fact, the Christology of Jesus is actually something that the church was rampantly divided on. It caused some very big um, fractures and splits within the early church, and it still does today. There are many ways of viewing this conversation. So Jesus says fully Christ and fully human. Well, that's up for debate. Senior Shapiro. Um, this happens to be my people, so I'll speak about that. When you want to talk about the full, Jesus having the full human chromosome slate, so therefore Jesus had to be male, um, this demonstrates a complete lack of understanding of science, actually, because, and I'm going to I'm gonna post all of these sources for you guys, just so you know, um, but in the Scientific American shared a picture, and I want to share it with you, um, as much or as as I can on my phone and then I'm going to post it in the comments. But the thing is, is that human chromosomes are actually far more diverse than X and Y. Yes, you can have X and Y chromosomes, but this is just a little example. If it if it clears up, that's cool. This is just a little example about the diversity that you can have with just X and Y chromosomes. These are the different ways in which you can biologically be. And the funny thing about this is that mathematically, there are over there are 13 combinations and permutations of the ways that X and Y chromosomes can come together within a human being, which is X and Y chromosomes are chromosomes that um, kind of order, let's say, your physical being. And if you look at the science, right, I'll share this in a big format, but if you look at the science, oh, there we go. Um, there is this many, this many ways to be a human and to experience the idea of biological sex. So when we're talking about Jesus being a man, barring a blood test, we can't have a serious conversation about what Jesus Jesus's chromosomes were. What I'm saying is that if you espouse to Christian theology, right? If you espouse to the idea that Mary was the sole physical material that created Jesus, you can't have a male chromosome. So Jesus would have been born with female chromosomes, but presented as a male, at least according to the way that he's referred to historically. So I'm not staking my life on the idea of virgin birth. I'm just pointing out something that you've got to think about if you're talking about Christian theology, because a lot of times people like to throw around these ideas of Christendom, but they haven't studied them. And I happened to have done that. So we've already talked about Jesus's Christology, which was not a given. It was not a given in the early church. And 
I, w I would argue to say that it's not as much of a given now as it's purported to be. When we talk about Jesus having a full human chromosomal slate, correct. Jesus was human. But that being human doesn't, like it, in the video, Ben went from human to man, and there was no link there. So short of having Jesus' chromosomes, you can't, this is a theoretical conversation anyways, but it, it bears noting that according to literal science, there are 13 understood categories of gender or not gender. Wow, my bad. There are 13 understood categories of biological sex. Now, when you come to gender, that's even more broad because gender is man-made. That's not even biological. Like gender is not a biological category. Gender is completely sociological. Gender is a social construct. So Christian theology, human chromosomes, and here we get to the fun part. Uh, ben said it was perhaps bizarre that I invoked Hebrew in this conversation, but it's it's not in fact bizarre to invoke Hebrew in this conversation because people like to use the creation narratives in the Bible as some sort of mandate for heterosexuality and cisgender existence. But the thing is that the Hebrew Bible does not support that fully or unanimously. You can use it in the most conservative sense. You can use the Hebrew Bible to justify cisgendered existence and heterosexuality, but that is not the only interpretation. And the reason that I bring up Hebrew is because the what Christians refer to as the Old Testament, which is slightly anti-Semitic in naming, but what Christians refer to as the Old Testament is actually the Hebrew Bible. And the Hebrew Bible, also known as the Torah, is what contains the creation narratives. And there's even more specific sections of the Hebrew Bible. It gets broken down into sections, but the creation narratives are in the beginning. And that's what people like to use to define male and female, and also why same-sex why uh, same -sex marriages are incorrect. So I wanna talk about this idea as it presents itself in Hebrew. Now I have to admit, that I am learning about Hebrew, but I am not Jewish. And so the first thing I did was sent an emergency text out to like my on-call rabbi, my friend Heather, who is a rabbi and who has a PhD and literally lives, breathes, eats, sleeps, Torah and Judaism. And she's been on my podcast, Conversations Official, if you'd like to hear some more from a queer Jewish rabbi, right? Super amazing. But I'd like to point out to Mr. Shapiro that from the voice of Judaism, you have a sage who is known as Hillel. So Hillel is a, a Jewish leader, sage, and scholar, and he's associated with the development of the Mishnah and the Talmud. And what that means is that he's essentially more elevated, or uh, I guess I'd say more learned than a rabbi within Judaism. And, and Hillel discusses at length how there are six genders. This is a thing that is in the Jewish literature. It is part of Judaism. So you can choose to disavow it, but it's actually part of it because Hillel is actually talking about this intersection of biological sex and gender and how that plays out and literally is writing about the fact that there are six understood genders within Judaism. So. If you want to have that conversation in terms of real Judaism, I'm going to tag my friend, the rabbi, in the comments, and um, and she's going to be able to give you guys some more specific information. But essentially, within ancient Judaism teaching, right, there is an understanding of, of more than two genders. 
Furthermore, when you look at the creation narratives, and I say narratives because there's more than one and they're not the same. So funny, people like to um, use the creation narratives to justify like anthrocentrism, which means humans above all based on the creation narrative, but that's not actually the way it plays out because there's more than one creation narrative. Actually, there's there's arguably three creation narratives and one of them is in the book of John and it's like a really, uh, it's like an acid trip. So uh, we'll just talk about the ones in the Hebrew Bible in the book of Genesis. And in the book of Genesis, it says God created um, heavens and the earth, the light and the dark right? Male and female. People use that to say there can only be male and female. But if you extend that logic, right? Oh, so there's only male and female. So that is there no dawn or dusk because there's only light or dark. So we don't have dawn or dusk. Just like flipping on a light switch. If we also believe in the, the earth and the seas, is there no marshes? Is there no bogs? Is there no swamps? Like it, it, it linguistically and logically does not play through to use the creation narratives to support binary biological sex understandings or exclusive heterosexuality. It doesn't play out because the creation story, first of all, the creation stories are poems and they're designed in a specific structure to go from big concept to finite concept back out to big concept and that's a linguistic and a literary tool that the writers are using of genesis so when we want to talk about hebrew there's absolutely cause to invoke he the hebrew language and the entire belief system of judaism because it has something to say it has something to say about gender it has something to say about orientation and furthermore I think that Christianity and Judaism both have a space in this conversation, and it's frankly not the space that everyone thinks it should occupy. So, Mr. Ben Shapiro, with regards, you're wrong, and I applaud you for your courage to go in front of so many people, but you, in fact, didn't prove anything except for the fact you just don't like myself or people like me. And that's funny because I guess that's your opinion. Like you get to have that right, but you don't get to pawn it off on me not being intelligent or on me being bleeding edge crazy. <laughs> um, I actually am a religious scholar. I am a lifelong student of religion, including interreligious studies. And all of my practicalities are rooted in this understanding. So thank you for coming to my TED talk. I still stand by what I say in the video with the caveat that I have to say I don't necessarily ascribe to the concept of virgin birth. I was simply just pointing out in that video, if you believe this, if you espouse to this belief, you have to be willing to accept this conversation as well. So that's that's my thing. Um, but yes, this has been my TED talk about uh, about Christian theology, about Judaism. And about the fact that Jesus was non-binary and moreover the Hebrew Bible and the Christian Bible make space for this conversation, for the LGBTQ population, and for a more progressive understanding of scriptures. Thank you so much for watching, friends. I'm going to go home and have some dope dinner with my dope family, watch some scary movies because I don't believe I'm going to be possessed by the devil anymore. 
evangelicalism is a bygone for me. Everybody have a great Saturday. If you're interested in what I have to say, I will place the sources in the comments. And also, if you're interested in what you have to say, please check out my Project Conversations Official. It is a podcast and a YouTube channel where we have regular and intentional spiritually minded conversations about life, belief, and the intersection of the two. Also, if you're interested, please consider supporting me in pa on Patreon, as this is becoming very quickly a job that I do, but one that kind of falls outside of the fray of my, um, let's say, profession uh, that I do it during the daytime. So if you would like to support myself or the work I'm doing through conversations, please check out my Patreon. You can find the link at conversationsofficial.com. Thank you so much, friends. Bye. This has been the Conversations Podcast. Thank you so much for joining if you have any questions or comments or just want to get involved, feel free to join the conversation on social media. You can find us at Conversations Official on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And please don't forget to rate, follow, and share this podcast. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining the conversation.